It's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. The Bob and Zip Show. Greetings, everybody. It is the 27th of January, and uh, all's calm uh, <laughs> so far in, here in our little quiet podcast rooms. It's yeah. Bob and Zip along with Ed Kelly. And uh, what were we talking about earlier, Ed? What were we talking about earlier? We no, were you and I were talking, and I was like, save it for the show. What was it? Uh, uh, I. Now, uh, you have to wear two masks now instead of one. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, my wife did that today. We went to, we have an annual meeting uh, that we go to with, like, our accountant. Yeah. And uh, and she had the double. Whoa, 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 whoa. You were in Shrewsbury? No, we, um, we, oh, we, we, we've, uh, we've decided uh, there's a guy, there's an accountant around the corner from us in an RV. We decided to go local. <laughs> in an RV? <laughs> yeah. A winter campground. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> at a winter campground. No, no, we did. We uh, we had, zip noses. We had an accountant in Worcester for, gosh, thirty five years. Also in a mobile home. No, um, <laughs> no. Bob used to hand me a brown paper bag and say, "Take this across the street to that <laughs> right. guy's office." And Jesse, we have a the cook. back door. But anyway, we had a meeting today, and the and the idea of the meeting was, you know, we don't go out much right now because it, yes. I don't know if anybody has mentioned it, but there's don't a get around much yeah. anymore. And remember when we were scared in March and April, yeah, when it was like it mutated, <laughs> when it was like one third of what it is now. Now we got a Brazilian one. Uh, so anyway, so we mask up seriously, and at the office they won't let us in. There's nobody. <laughs> there's no waiting room. So uh, when our guy is ready, they come out and get us. And we walk straight to his office, and we sit like twelve feet apart with masks on. Wow, and that's life. Uh, but. That's- I don't know about you guys. I'm starting to feel like I'm one of the few people that still takes this seriously who's under 80. Yeah, because we're the walking dead. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the walking dead, like the series. It's like you can't go out of the house because you'll come back a zombie. Oh. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Oh, you mean oh, that's why we're taking it seriously and younger people aren't? We all have to because of our age. We're the walking dead. Oh. I just don't like that brand. I, I don't like that branding. <laughs> Sorry. You like Walking Dead, Zip? I, I I'd like, rather talk I, about final expenses, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Grateful Dead had a more optimistic ring to it. <laughs> I work for the cremation station in the nation, so what can I say? No. Tired of those commercials, damn it. Now, you do yeah. work with some very old people, right? Yeah. No, they, the staff is now younger, but they're, they're jettisoning old people like flies. I mean, it's just... You know, retirement time. Here's your hat. What's your hurry? Isn't it a shock to us, baby boomers, that um, old people have been discriminated against all along? <laughs> we're just finding out. Yes, I, I'm. I'm, I'm actually okay with it. I think well, old people. Have, it, I think old people should be shoved aside. But the, I don't think that's true. I don't well, think you well, really believe that. Why not? I don't. No, think wait you a second. That. Now, do kids? Do kids look at? Uh, Frank uh, at uh, the Rolling Stones, the way we used to look at Sinatra and Big Band. If you know look, what I mean, in yeah. relation, no. um, they don't. I don't no. think so. No, I, I th- in fact, Lisa and I were watching this uh, Netflix show tonight. Uh, it was Apple TV, actually. It's a really bizarre show. I just and got Apple TV. What's that? I just got Apple TV. You did? Yeah. 
Okay, well, don't use watch this one first. Watch this one when you run out of all the good ones. <laughs> okay. It's good. No, it, and don't get me wrong. It's great. It's a but, Ponzi scheme. But it's it's bizarre. Anyway, there was a historical reference in it. And I, I looked at Lisa and I said, we'd have to explain to Keith who the Rolling Stones were. You know what I mean? But there's no... So, yes, they're, they're Frank Sinatra or Mick Sinatra. Right. So, in other words, uh, Rolling Stones would be an oldies act, correct? Formatically uh, um, speaking, in old radio okay. jargon. So, are we, are we that old? We're like in cocoon now. We don't know how old we are. <laughs> no, I'm just. I, I the point I'm trying to make is that yeah. at our age, I never, I don't feel like I'm in my late sixties at all. Whatsoever. I feel like I'm twelve and I'm still waiting for my pubes to come in. I agree. <laughs> And that's the other thing they never told you about getting old is that you'd have aches and pains, but inside, oh, and there are other changes too, but inside you still feel the same. Yeah. Everybody agree on that? I do. That's weird. But I, well, and also if you see an old, really old, decrepit looking person sitting on a park bench, you go, wow, that guy looks really old. And he turns (laughs) out to be four years younger than Than you. Yes. What's the deal? That's uh, yeah. what I want to know. That's, what is the deal? That's the Aqualung moment. I've I, <laughs> I had a very very much a moment like that when I went to my high school reunion a few years back. Oh, and as I'm driving up to the, you know, it was held in a hall somewhere in Connecticut, <laughs> a place where, like, I think I went for a graduation party. <laughs> oh, a function room. Yeah, yeah function place. Uh, anyways, I'm driving up. I go, I must be in the wrong place. This must be a funeral. <laughs> all the people were like balding and had gray hair. And I'm like, that's not my high school class. walking too with walkers, yeah. yeah. Sitting on a park bench. <laughs> anyway, it's crazy. So anyway, back to, um, I, I, I made an outrageous statement and I don't want it to stand on its own. Right. I don't mean old people should be shoved aside routinely um, and unfairly. If they're still valuable. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I do mean that it's part of the natural order of things that if someone's looking for someone to launch a new product or to invent tomorrow's software, Mm -hmm. and I go, you know, knock. Hi, can I have an interview? (laughs) I, I mean, talk about prejudice. I was never black, so I don't know what that's like to be, you know discriminated against but uh but to be an older person i don't know i feel there's a certain chivalry and it's easy for me because i'm retired by the way don't, mm. before zip says it i know that's what he's what he's thinking <laughs> <laughs> now he's clairvoyant yeah it's but it's easy for me to see that you want the young people to take the baton hell yeah yeah i agree so this is the place where I leave you guys space to talk because <laughs> no, I'm thinking that maybe I've been monologuing too long. No, I'm just, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I mean, um, seriously, if you're still efficient, if you're still contributing, if my agent was in her late seventies and she was going to classes at the Apple store to learn, to learn everything she could about casting online. And she, and you know it. what? Bless her heart. As they yeah. say in Georgia, God when someone puts a MAGA sign up across from your house, <laughs> <laughs> that's the southern thing yeah no, but or I, like, or a biden they, sign there either side they're saying bless yes. his heart yes no the thing is that between her connections and and her experience 
her age became uh, a non-factor, and her tech savvy was the mitigating factor that kept her uh, relevant. Yeah, and if you can pull that off, great. Yeah, so but let's face it: can't. if you've lost a step, or you're or you're trying to uh, row um, upstream up the rapids, yeah. And it's just not happening for you. I'm not saying she was programming games, you know, <laughs> but she did. She did all right. She did great, as a matter of fact. But uh, this is two shows in a row. We started talking about being old. Um, <laughs> Actually, I, is that how, do we just want to rename the show? <laughs> oh man, that's, it's hospice what, 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 time what? with Bob and Zip. <laughs> and nurse, hey, we're dishing, we're dishing dementia here on the yeah, Bob and that's Zip. Right. Right. So anyway, but it's a thing. And, and, and like the longer I'm around, the more I just look at all the silliness, and uh, I, I can't feel the angst everybody Bob, is feeling. Don't don't uh, take over my territory. I'm not gone yet. Okay, that's all I ask. Yeah, let Rush, me, uh, 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 let I'm, me stay in the game while I'm still viable, would you? Before yeah. you stop hitting me over the head with a shovel and pushing me in the hole. Listen, uh, Rush oh, Limbaugh, I have a question for you. I haven't listened to you since you were. Spout- you haven't listened to your mother or anybody after that. Give me a break. Come on. You lefties are all that way. I don't expect Rush to ever let me finish the sentence, which means you're doing a great impression. <laughs> <laughs> But last time I listened to Rush, I was driving to Connecticut to sell a lawnmower. And there was a, uh, it was around the time before the election when I didn't realize how much these conspiracy theories were being pre-sold. But you were saying that the Democrats, the liberals, are planning violence at the Capitol if they don't win. Do you remember that? It is Guy who's a, impersonating Rush. And, and who do you think was behind all that? Those were all fake MAGA hats, and they were fake. They were fake. Rush, what happened to you? You're off the microphone now. I, I get that. I have a gold one, and I have a silver one. I can't even tell the colors at this point. Okay. My, but anyway, uh, like, what conspiracy are you on now? I'm just very curious. Well, I, th- I think that all of those people that, that, that uh, are, are accused of insurrection were actually... Hired by the left. Okay, they were hired by. So Antifa did it to make the right wingers look in bad. concert with the Democrats. Let's keep it real. And by here, the way, the, and the gays did their costumes because they were well, so. Well, what's the first thing that old Joe does? He lets in the he/she's into the military. Come on, <laughs> what did. the hell kind of policy? Which one do they go to? Do they go to the girls' camp? Do they let them in the boys? Or do they share? Do they toss them back and forth like a party favor? What's funny is, um, <laughs> whenever I hear that argument. There's a part of me that, like, is a loser who gives no, up. Embrace and, that part, Bob. Embrace I, that side finish, of yourself. Of course I can't finish a sentence. I'm talking to Rush Limbaugh. That's right. Anyway, there is a part of me that says, yeah, maybe he's right. Maybe it is unnatural. Uh, but then I think it's unnatural to bloviate to millions of people every day and tell them what to think. I'm sure I'm glad you finished that word. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get rid of Rush Limbaugh. Okay, just pull up. I mean, uh, I I, I want to say really rude thing. I'm in a feisty, rude. I don't know if you guys have noticed. I'm a little rude tonight. But how, I, how is that different from last night? <laughs> Thank you. So endearing. Um, no, but I mean, God, Rush Limbaugh. There's another example of hate radio. Uh, no, an old guy that should be shoved aside. Yeah, I don't agreed. think you should be on the air. 
Uh, by the way, I don't even think Joe Biden should be president, although it's working out okay so far. Yeah. I think, th- and Patrick Leahy is going to run the trial, and he's a, an esteemed senator from here in Vermont. Yeah. I but know. they brought him to the hospital. We're recording this on oh, that's t- right, yeah. Tuesday night. And What's you know, the late word on that? Anything? Uh, the most recent uh, I had was a couple hours ago, and who knows what it could be by tomorrow. But he was uh, out of an abundance of caution right after they swore him in to preside over exactly. the impeachment trial. Yeah, and that's the first thing I thought was conspiracy. <laughs> oh, gee, I did, too. That's awful. I got to be honest. I thought, are yeah. we being fed a line here? I, this, this distrust they've sown hasn't been exclusively to the far right, oh, believe me. I agree. And by the way, I'm watching this show on Apple TV about uh, how the whole moon thing how the Russians actually got there first. Have you heard about that? Well, they got there first. A- anyway, yeah. I'm thinking, I bu- I'd buy that now in yeah. 2020. So Patrick Leahy, uh, he is home. Oh, he, okay. He's back home after being hospitalized for evaluation. Let's see if they said anything about him. Uh, after a that thorough examination, he's home, which means, you know what it means at this yeah. age, gas and anxiety. But Probably. Yeah, a tight oh, chest. <laughs> no, it, it fools people. Not a joke. Have you? Have either of you guys made panicked trips to the hospital? No, not when one. it was nothing. Why well, you had the two dehydration things? That's true. Dehydration that, knocked me completely out. And they said, "Drink, drink a glass of water." Thanks for coming. It was really bizarre. It really well, was. Believe me, as much as you're made of water, if you don't have it, things go you're very wrong yeah, very fast. Absolutely, I'm trouble. Yeah. You can it's live like without food for a month. You can live without water for, what, seven days or something? Three or four days? I believe that's true. And yeah. I just noticed today, um, just my own self, I was uh, going to take a nap. And I said, you know what? Uh, why don't I make a salad? I haven't had any greens to speak of today. I started with an omelet, yada, yada, yada. So and then I, then all of a sudden, the energy from the food kicks in. I don't need a nap anymore. Mm. Ah. You're putting what me to sleep. I, I, could, I could go to sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Fine. All right. All right. We're back to busting balls. Incontinence to makes us sound makes us sound younger. Sugar. Can you put Can you put Lisa on and take a walk? Oh man. Oh please, you don't want that. Oh sure. Anyway, so we're watching this show. It's called For All Mankind. It's about the lunar landing, and it's the weirdest show because the premise is, and I'm not going to give anything away. The premise is, what if the Russians got to the moon first? And so I'm used to these docudramas, you know, these historical things, trying to be as accurate as they can, like when the crown deals with Princess Diana and Prince Prince Charles. Mm -hmm. But this is odd because it starts off with everyone at NASA dumbstruck by the fact that Russia launches a surprise just before Apollo 11 is supposed to happen. Oh, boy. Russia lands on the moon and they plant... The hammer and sickle, <laughs> and then when and when the Russian astronaut like I, I don't want to give away what he says, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't one small step for man, a giant no. leap for mankind. It wasn't that, yeah. Don't and, imagine it was. And then the weirdest thing about this show mm-hmm. is that it's such a perfect period piece: the cars, the clothes, the misogyny. The, in other words, it's like Mattering. Mad Men. Remember Mad Men? Mad Did you guys sure. see Mad Men? Huge, yes. huge. Yeah. So this is like Mad Men only in an alter, alternative universe 
where the Russians beat us to the moon and it fucked with our heads. All of America was ashamed. Uh, Some things happened exactly the same. Like we tossed out, uh, who's the rocket guy? Werner von Klemp or whatever his name is. Okay. Uh, The scientist? The scientist, yeah. The German guy. Yes. Uh, What what was his name? I can't remember. I just know Werner, that they were dating. Werner Klepper was on Hogan's show. Yeah, that's what I'm confusing. <laughs> <with>. Hogan? <laughs> oh, man. We're really showing our age. Yes, we are. Don't say it, though. Nope. If you're showing it, just pretend it doesn't no, exist. Don't point it out. Like, Let me write that down. Don't point out the fact that we're making Oh, okay. I've got it. Yes. Uh, so, uh, and it was 1969. Yes. I don't know where you were when we landed on the moon. Watching TV uh, with my classmates. Black, and, black yeah. and white set at someone else's house. No kidding. Yeah, we didn't have yeah. a set. Oh, that's right. You were poor. Yes, we were. He was born a poor white child. We have to start the show with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Werner von Braun. That's what it was. And there was. I'm sorry a, to hear that. Well, that was his name. Uh, oh, sorry. And, and by the way, his deal, Dr. Werner von Braun, uh, was that he had. He was German and. He had been involved in rocket building, and the Nazis used his rockets to murder people, and they built them with people from concentration camps who died. And so he came to, he basically hated that his scientific dream, this is the real history part, Mm -hmm. was being used for war. And he, and did he not end up on the Manhattan Project, though? Well, I'm not going to get into stuff I okay. don't know anything oh. about okay, never any more than I already have. Never stopped you before. <laughs> but what I'm going to say yes. is that he came to America to give them all his research because America was going to pursue you know, bringing man into space right. for ideological reasons. Right. And that's where this show takes a turn because as soon as the Russians get on the moon first. Oh, boy. The word is they're going to put a military base up there. And President Nixon, and by the way, Nixon, feed, I'm only on the episode three, so I can't give much away because there's, a, there's two seasons of this. But President Nixon, oh, the way they do President Nixon, they take actual footage of President Nixon and they hired Ed Kelly. To, <laughs> but, they, but they make his audio sound really old, like on the Nixon yeah. tapes. Yeah. You, and, and, and so Nixon is talking... I swear to God, he's talking like Trump. They're just trying to make me look bad. <laughs> and it's just, anyway, it's hilarious. Uh, but the, the reference, and by the way, all the girls yeah. remind me of uh, I Dream of Jeannie. Oh, yeah, Barbara Eden. Barbara Eden, that, you know, those kind of clothes. Yeah. At one point, I said something while the show was on that I have never, ever said watching a show with Lisa. And I couldn't believe I said it. Yes, nice and rack. it was. It wasn't nice rack because <laughs> I wouldn't say that around a woman anyway. And in fact, I don't know if I ever, I, I didn't have the confidence to say nice rack. But, <laughs> Rackasaurus Rex. <laughs> you guys. No, um, there's this scene where there's husband and wife. They're kind of the heroes. I'm not going to give anything away. Uh-huh. And she comes out and I looked at her and I went, that's a beautiful dress. And Lisa oh, looked boy. at me like, what? And I said, <laughs> I, I never say that, but that's I, a... I, God, I need some rest, honey. <laughs> no, that's a gorgeous dress. You should wear one like that. And I meant it, by the way. And so oh, I, she made boy. me take a picture of it. Okay. 
I will text anyone who's listening to the show who uh, sends us an email, uh, show at bobandzip.com or bob at bobandzip. What, what is my email address? Bob at bobrivers.com. Bob at bobrivers.com. I'll send you that picture of that dress. <laughs> it's just gorgeous. And again, it's all like from Mad Men and from I Dream of Jeannie and yeah. Dallas. The way women used to dress. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it was the opposite of Middle Eastern fashion. It was designed to, you know. Show skin. Put your, well, not skin. No, oh, 60s were not, I mean. Well, bikinis were even not quite yet happening then. It was dresses and bras. Cone bras. Remember, I'm watching a show about rockets. Maybe yes. that'll help you with that. <laughs> I'm picking it up. Yeah. And and there's something interesting about it they, they, because in the way they don't look real. No. Uh, but you know my nostalgia. Maybe it's you know latent memories of breastfeeding. I don't know. But um, but it's it's that's not a reason to watch this show. By the way, it's actually a very good show. Well, if, <laughs> if, if the per, if the person wearing the cone bra is Madonna, perhaps it is. But. Yeah, it's a cone bra. I got, forgot yeah. that term. Yeah. So anyway, Apollo rocket scientists are featured in this. and <laughs> Nose cone bras, It's alternate history where, and it can go anywhere, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it's like I'd love to see a show like, what if Monica Lewinsky never got to Clinton? What if Hitler had won? Like she tries to get to Clinton and Hillary bursts in at the last minute. And then there's no <laughs> impeachment and Al Gore becomes president. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't that be fun? Alternate history. Well, the internet would, would be much better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was the Hummer that altered the course of <laughs> it, mankind. It's true. The Hummer I mean, heard round the world. <laughs> Monica Bluinski. I mean, think about don't how... You, don't you call her that. Now, have you no. seen her... Have you seen her um, TED Talk about bullying? I have, I have not. Oh, you will be so ashamed as uh, of I Of course was. I will. Yeah. yeah. I'll be woke. I, do I really want to be woke? So shame and guilt don't make you woke unless you suddenly react to that by thinking you're better than everybody else. Ah. Well, I don't think I'm better than anybody. Well, that's not going to happen. Oh, excellent. So you're fine. <laughs> it waits for the coin to drop is the other shoe well, I, don't know. I leave space sometimes and then i'm sure no one else wants to talk so i can plow right back in so anyway uh and plow it, is the right word yeah the plow is the right word so that's the uh anyway that's the deal a quick mention of business i do want to thank everyone who is supporting us on uh patreon i do want to also mention that spike and joe are coming up in this podcast cool and um Let's see what else I've got here. Oh, so for the Patreon people, hang on. I like to, I like to, uh, we're going to start doing this. We're going to start first off doing stuff for them. Okay. Because literally signing up for Patreon has been like sponsoring a child in Africa. You just send the money. <laughs> you know, you're doing a good thing. Yes. And believe me, I'm not putting that down. We were very big into that during our show. And Lisa yes. and I did it for, gosh, I think. 12 years and our kids grew up wow uh but anyway uh, i want to thank the patreon people the very first patreon person ever to subscribe Susie the groomer who's a dog groomer oh oh nice um, yes yes thank you. and um and then um 
Let's see. Bubba the groomer, he grooms people to join the Proud Boys, but he's not on the <laughs> That's just wrong. It's wrong, isn't too, it? Too soon, the insurrection. Uh, then there's Father us. O'Malley the groomer. <laughs> yes, Father O'Malley the groomer. But we're over 12, so he's not interested. Oh, my God. Not, and the nosedive has already happened. By the way, with the spotlight pedophile priest reference, I have to say, yes. Did uh, all of you guys see today that the CEO of the Washington Post no. is retiring? Mm-mm. Okay. Don't do you know? Uh, do you know who he is? By the way, I don't. Okay, the CEO of the Washington Post. Hang on, I gotta. I actually have to look it up. That's all right. Um, he came. Uh, Zip, you'll know this story. He came from the Boston Globe. Uh, I'm sorry, he was the executive editor, not the CEO. That's why I I misspoke. Uh, His name is Marty Barron. He's the guy at the Boston Globe who broke the whole spotlight pedophile priest scandal. Is that right? Uh And I did not know this, but Marty Barron uh, has won 10 Pulitzer Prizes, or is it Pulitzer? That's whatever whatever you like. Pulitzer. Yeah. Uh, he retires uh, at the end of February. Um, he's 66 years old, as we say, as we say, young. Yeah. Yes. And um, a he, peer of ours. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but he um, has made more of a mark on newspapers uh, and really the world than so many people. He busted that. He basically busted the whole Catholic Church in Boston, uh, which at the time, was extremely risky to do. They were very pop, uh, powerful. Yeah. And when he got to the Washington Post, it was just as Jeff Bezos was buying it. Wow. And wow. so he's the guy that led the charge to take what was an insider Washington newspaper that was basically local, turn it into a global mouthpiece, and uh, they've more than doubled their staff. How many newspapers go from 580 journalists? Not these days. To over a thousand. Yeah. And um, massive. I mean, the Washington. It's now the New York Times, Washington Post, and the Wall Street Journal. Right. That's it. That's basically it. So three. Anyway, he retired, and you made uh, one of us made a comment about pedophile priests, and just made yeah. me think of him. Well, when they tried to change the name of the Boston Bruins to the Boston, the Boston Buggers, never mind. <laughs> We each get three of those. Uh, What do you call those in golf? We'll give you a mulligan on that. Yeah, mulligan. Mulligan. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Comedic mulligan, one on it. Uh, So back to to Patreon. Uh, Debbie Ritchie, thank you for being with us so long. Debbie. Julie Zabalos, Arlen Sarkissian. A couple of things are coming up that you guys should know about. All right. Uh, We're going to be given prizes to Patreon uh, listeners once a week, starting next podcast. Patreon prize prize pool. Patreon right. prize pool. That's a good name for it. Maybe we'll have some sound PPP. Effects. There you go. <laughs> Splashing water. Can you just do that, Ed? Because I don't have time to dub off. Yeah, well, PPP. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> so uh, let me give a couple more a shout out here. Our most recent Patreons, who must love uh, Bob and Zip and Ed Kelly, Chuck Butler, Meg Rankin, Kathy Carr... Jim Honeman, Debbie Euler, Angie Shepard, KJ Lang, Jamie Bronowski. I hope I got that right. Christoph Liss, Lori uh, 
Fresnowski, Ron Cork, Randy Heath. Anyway, I wanted to mention a bunch of them because we do need more Patreon people. If we're going to make more Twisted Tunes and, um, and keep our webmaster happy. I am the webmaster. Keep yes. me happy. Okay. Um, in the meantime, there are some other news items mm-hmm. to talk about. Tom Brady is going back to the Super Bowl for his 10th time after being literally shoved aside and put out to pasture like I was suggesting should happen to all old people. <laughs> but Bob, he needs, a, he needs rings for the other hand. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, did you watch that game that put him in the Super Bowl? No. Yep. I, you I did, did, Zip, huh? Well, not uh, the highlights too. I, yeah, I didn't watch it continuously. But Zip, have you ever read an entire book? Actually, <laughs> all the words. <laughs> wow, yes. these are the way he talks to you. Yeah. This is the way he talks to his friends. Oh, we've been uh, we've been frenemies forever. So, but anyway, yeah, I watched the whole game because, and by the way, I cheat too. Okay. I um, record the game for an hour and a half and fast forward, and then I skim the commercials. Of course, you do. I mean, the game ends for me. Like when you get on an airplane. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter where you're sitting on the plane. You're going to get to Rome at the exact same time as everyone else on the plane. So yeah. I prefer to uh, skip all the commercials and I time it out. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting to the end the same time as everybody else. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were pretty much on fire a lot of the game. There was some sloppiness the second half and a couple of interceptions. Right. But um, this just... There's nothing about Tom Brady that isn't the greatest of all time. Consider his age, considering his age or not. Uh, uh, yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. Of all time includes. He's yeah. a goat. Yeah. yeah. yeah and in many, and just in lifestyle and everything else, he's pretty flawless. I mean, you know. Well. There's not too many. Well, except for the deflate game. I don't doubt that he's running a pedophile ring out of a pizza shop. <laughs> He's got something. It's that place in New Haven. I know it. <laughs> yeah. But no, you're probably right. I mean, he, what what football player talks about yoga stretches? Yeah. And, you know, super healthy diet. Oh, and he gives his kid kid a hug and he asks permission from the security guard to wave the, you know, the six feet of distance. Can I hug my kid? I mean, he's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, polite guy. God bless. So I was very curious, and we'll ask Spike and Joe when they join us, whether... Um, you know, teams that have really rivaled the New England Patriots, whether you have to finally uh, give it to them and say it wasn't all Belichick, it wasn't all deflated footballs, <laughs> the guy is just a superstar. I want to point out one thing, and this is the crazy thing about pro sports I think people sometimes miss. If Drew Bledsoe had not gotten injured way back in the day, which gave Brady his shot. That's I wonder right. what it would have happened to his career. Well, first off, the Russians would have beat us to the moon. I can tell you that. <laughs> it's, all, it's all tied together. In and the we'd scheme. be still smarting, and actually Trump would have been dictator a decade ago. Yeah. Would absolutely, absolutely But happened. do you know what I mean? Uh, there's a little bit of you yeah. know divine yeah. intervention there. For Again, sure. the Hummer heard round the world. So many little things. <laughs> Do you ever think of like if a butterfly flaps its wings? I mean, that's really a that's a real thing. Uh, can we move on from this topic, please? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I wonder what it's like in Bill and Bill and Hillary's house these days. I bet you uh, when her when her mouth falls open, the little light comes on. Okay, I'm trying to think of the joke there. I don't really want to, but 
It's like a fridge. Now, did you see? Did you see uh, uh, Bush, uh, Barack, and uh, Clinton there Up on, during uh, the inauguration? Lincoln Memorial. We did a pretty good job, didn't we? Yes, you did. I thought that yeah, was George Bush, W. Bush. By That's the right. way, I, I never would have thought W. You could be rehabilitated. Oh, I can be re- re- rehabilitated. Sure. <laughs> no, I mean it's like. No, I did that in uh, I did that in AA. Eh? Yeah. Well, but that's right. Bush famously famously did some cocaine. At oh one yeah. Point. He snorted up. Uh, I believe he snorted up the foul line at the Texas Rangers Stadium. I see where you're going. Anyway, that's pretty funny. I got your social. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got friends over there to the IRS to this very day, Bob. I'll bet. And well, you you know, here's the weird thing. We now have an ex-president. That's a flashpoint. And usually ex-presidents get really, really quiet and stay out of the limelight and become basically bipartisan. I mean, Jimmy Carter went around building houses. Um, Bushes have been, you know, super gracious to Democrats and Republicans alike. Um, What's going to happen now? The impeachment trial underway officially today, but it does look like it's a foregone conclusion that Donald Trump won't be convicted. And so I'll put it to both of you guys. Should they have the trial anyway? I've been wrestling with this one all day, Bob. Um, I, I, I did not come to a conclusion. Because, you didn't? No. no, I have not come to a conclusion. It certainly should not just go away by any stretch. Of the no, but I just think there's more important uh, things on, that should be on the front burner right now. Yeah. Like, instead of our future not being taken over by a dictator, we should get the stock market up another 5,000 points. Is that no, what you're saying? No, that's not what I was thinking. I think no. we should get our people well and get, them, get uh, shots in arms. So they can be alive to work in the slave camps when our country is eventually <laughs> taken over by a vicious oh, dictator. God's sake! By the way, I don't know if you notice this, but I have no trouble coming up with an opinion on this. I know. I feel like McCartney to your Lennon. <laughs> now look, I don't. I do not think that Donald Trump should go to prison. I do not think it should be out of revenge. I do not. I. I, I would actually, if I was, you know, Senator Leahy, yeah. um, I, I would be. Actually, it's not. It's Schumer who's really in Chuck Schumer. Schumer and Mitch McConnell are going to do a um, power back, share, I guess. A back, de- back yeah, door it's, deal. Yeah. It's like they each bought a Powerball lottery ticket. And well, there's a previous agreement in place that they have yeah. to honor. Yeah. And so, uh, anyway, if so, in my view, the trial is not about nope. finding Trump guilty, putting him in prison, revenge on him. And it shouldn't be about partisan uh, showing the Republicans that they were wrong. No. Entirely. But here's what it should be about. America, roughly whatever percent of Republicans, 60, 70 million, 75 million voted for them. Mm-hmm. A, a, a large percentage of those people were convinced that a crime was committed that was not committed. So it's actually about clearing the good name of our entire country, not about revenge on one man. In other words, yeah, in other words, the trial ain't really about Donald Trump. It's mm-hmm. about us and whether we can come together and agree that we don't want anyone. And by the way, the next guy, the next wacko could be a Democrat. I uh, Easily. 
Uh, although they're not as good at it as Republicans. That's true. I mean, they're just not as effective. They're kind of, you know, just not, they just make terrible strong men. Yeah. Democrats. And they overreach. <laughs> they too, they too like want to give stuff away. Strong men don't give stuff away. <laughs> no, they take it. Uh, so, well, they do, actually. Uh, some of the worst like, drug lords would uh, okay. provide free medicine. So well, maybe Putin the Republicans himself, could, could take some solace in that. They show his mansions. He goes, I don't, don't. I've never seen that house ever. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I think uh, that uh, I don't care about the outcome of the trial. I care that during the trial, we um, really, I think, we should all consider ourselves on trial. True that. Was there uh, a stolen election or not? And we should all decide based on the evidence. Mm -hmm. You know, I currently believe that it was not. I also believe the sky is sometimes blue and the rain is wet. But what do I know? <laughs> 60, what is it? 60 courts said no and laughed them out? Uh, no. Um, so uh, what do you mean? Court cases. Oh, that, that uh, there was, seek there to were nullify. roughly 60 and 59 of them laughed him out. And one of them was on a technicality. I don't think it changed any votes or very few, but it was some or, procedure that wasn't followed. Right. Question. Yeah. Do you think he should be able to legally run again for public office? Um, you know what? I think whatever we vote on that is okay. I don't think he has a shot again. But I didn't think he had a shot the last time. So what do I know? Exactly. So, um, but that's you know. So here's here's the deal, and the lesson for all of us mm -hmm. in a democracy: you vote, and then you shake hands and you live with the results. So yeah. if it, if he gets off, I'm fine with that. But I think we should have well, the trial. You're fine with that now because Spike's not on. Well, Spike, oh, you know how he's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Chicken shit. Well, he's a great, you know. Yeah, he's a good uh, sparring partner. He's a good sparring partner and all that. And, he, and I respect his passion. But I also I know at the end of the day yeah. that, you know, he loves all kinds of people. And, and there's a good man behind he, that. He has a warm heart under that. Yeah gruff cowardly lion exterior <laughs> all right so we're gonna invite him on in just a little bit in the meantime we've got a twisted tune for you stand by Shut us down. A year of fast trip isolation. Don't get close, don't come around. Keep six feet of separation. I might crow, go, so I'm told. If I don't get my inoculation, rock didn't die, but I got old. Baby boomer generation. My generation. Leads their destination, baby. Let's all get stuck right Line away. Up, get that vaccination. Don't Jerks on Facebook say They end up on ventilation It's not gonna cause no deformation That's just all misinformation So let's fast track that vaccination Life or deadly situation Generation But it's fair vaccination, in town. Now it's time for liberation. It's real safe or so 
get a chance to grow old. Young folks call it geriatric. Vaccination. Get your own vaccination, baby. My, 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 my vaccination. News of a safe and efficient vaccination for the coronavirus gave many Americans a long-awaited sense of hope. But that has given way to concerns and frustration as vaccination rollouts have been met with overwhelming demand and too often a short supply. But not in one American town. This town is enjoying a 100% vaccination rate, due in large part to the efforts of our next guest. Please welcome, from Liquor Holler, West Virginia, Dr. Billy Joel Bob Ed Earl Eberhardt. Dr. Eberhardt, uh, how is it that you're able to do 100% vaccinations? Well, first off, I just want to clear the air a little bit because sure. my, my wife farted. I'm opening a window. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Damn, Ethel! I'm sorry. Now, uh, you yes. were saying, uh, I, well, I'm sorry, my eyes were watering. You have a long name, by the way, Dr. Billy Bob Ed Earl Eberhardt. Yeah. Well, it's mostly that I'm named after my father, or uh-huh. at least the top five suspects my mother could come up with after her children. <laughs> a list of suspects. Got it. Got and, it. Uh, you a- know, Eberhardt's have been in Liquor Holler for a long, long time, Bob. It's, it's, uh-huh. uh, it's real America. That's what they call the real Americans here. And that's how we're able to make sure that all of our citizens have got that if, if vaccination. A hundred percent. We've been evacuating fa- all over this town. There's that's a vacuum amazing. everywhere. <laughs> Okay, so because well, what we do, Bob, is we don't wait for the government to solve our problems. Oh, we don't. Right. We solve our own problems. Okay, much like my grandpappy, great great uh, Colonel uh, Eberhardt. He was a Stoneball Eberhardt. They called him back in the Civil War. Stoneball. Stoneball. He lost his uh, testicles in the Battle of a Little Big Big Hug, and uh, they made him Stone Testicles. Got it. As a, as a tribute. Done. So anyway, all right. We, we, so, so we we make our own, Bob. You, wait, wait, hold, hold on one sec. You make your, uh, what's the name of your town again? Liquor, liquor Holler. And you Some make people your... call it Liquor Till She Hollers, but that's, that's over on Route 69. We're in a, liquor Hollers, uh, just nestled deep in the, in the fuzzy part of West Virginia. Got it. So you make your own vaccination. How's that so? Oh, that's easy, Bob. You know, much like my great-grandpappy and his father before him, who were bootleggers and moonshiners, we, like I say, solve our own problems. Ah, Vaccinations okay. are very easy to make, Bob. It's just, you know how it works. You give yourself a little of something that you're trying to beat, right? right. That's how it works. So since yeah. this is the coronavirus, I just take a little of that corona beer, mm-hmm. mix it with a couple other things I got in the house, a shot of lye, some of that Frank's Red Hot Sauce. I put that shit on everything. I'm not kidding. It's not just a cover thing. <laughs> And we, uh, what we'll do is we'll give it to the, the, the first we test it. It is, it is thoroughly tested. You thoroughly, sure so how do you, that. how do you thoroughly test it? Well, what we, we, I hate to say this cause this does truly break my heart, but we do test on animals. You do we test, test on, on animals. We test on possum. We test on skunk and squirrel bunnies that we catch them. Yeah. And what we'll do is we'll give them some of the, some of the, uh, the vaccination there and then we'll cook them. And when we cook them, if we eat that meat and we don't get coronavirus, I know that this works. It works perfectly. I it's got a pretty, it. pretty simple scientific so, process, Bob. Okay. That's how you, uh, and, and you feel you've done enough. To, now, have you been vaccinating everyone in town, really? Everybody gets a shot, Bob. Some people get two, three, four if they want one. We got plenty. We make it by the bucket. Right. So we have a plenty to go, and what we'll do is we'll just give you a shot in the arm, Aaron, and you're, when you're uh, when and, and with the Frank's hot sauce, it does tend to burn a little bit upon the application. <laughs> but I just tell people that's how you know it's working. If that's it burns, right. you know yeah. it's working. Wow. You know it's working. Wow. And we have zero cases of the coronavirus right here in Liquor Holder. Your whole no town problem. has zero cases. Not one wow. case. Not one case, Bob. Not one. 
That's awesome. And I know that this vaccination is safe. I gave it to my own grandmother. You gave it to your grandma? I did. God rest your soul. I miss her dead. <laughs> <laughs> she died of She's something a else. Yeah. She was a brave, brave woman. She was a brave woman. Yeah. Uh, she marched with Dr. King, you know, my grandmother. Your grandmother marched. Uh, what was the name of that bridge? I remember that was very famous. No, not that Dr. King. Dr. Phoenix King over here in Nicaragua. <laughs> but she marched with him. Marched with him. Sure. Got it. Uh, now, uh, Dr. Billy Bob Ed Earl Eberhardt from Liquor Holler, you, West Virginia. You got it right. I'm I, I did. Don't well, get that right. I, I wrote I it down this time. Uh, anyway, we keep hearing on the news that the virus is mutating. Does your vaccine work on the new variants of the virus? Oh, it works on all kind of variants, Bob. Like I said, skunks, possum, all kinds no, no, of no. critters. It works on all of them. <laughs> Not varmints. Oh, what's a, a va- oh, variance? Oh, I'm not sorry. varmints. Variants I'm of the sorry. virus. I still got them fiber optic lines. I don't have one of them hands free phones anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. Do you, like, yeah, you know, you know, have you been we, following the news? There's one from Britain, and there's another one from South Africa. And wasn't there another country that Bob, just? We we only work on American viruses here. We don't <laughs> work right. on them foreign I, viruses. I see. Let's be clear about that. This American town, we work on American yeah. first. Got it. Wow. <sighs> Must be a friend of Joe's. She would have some I'm patriotic sorry, what? music. What, what's that? Four score and seven years ago, <laughs> our fathers brought forth onto this continent a new nation conceived in liberty. Uh, so, Dr. Eberhardt, are you... Um, Drunk? Yes, I am. Thank you for asking. <laughs> no. Well, oh, I was kind of trying to keep it together, but now I know I can just be myself. Are you going to share your discoveries on the internet and maybe perhaps do a mail order thing? Do you? Uh, do you, you? You do have internet down there, right? Um, I don't. No, we don't do that fancy uh, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. What do you call it? Waffle. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. We don't. Yeah. No, we don't do that. We just we keep to ourselves and for ourselves. We care for our neighbors, and if we have something, it's yours. That's and if you nice. have something, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Billy Bob Ed Earl Eberhardt. Thank you, sir. Very, very. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure and a, and a hoot and a hoot and a holler. And as 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 uh, one door opens and another one closes, Spike O'Neill and Downtown Joe come in. Yeah. Guys. Hello, hello. Hey. Where do you find those people? Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. What a crazy what a crazy week uh weekend. Although as crazy as things are, yeah. They are a little more normal crazy, it feels. Uh you know, with the and this is not a partisan thing. It just feel, feels like normal crazy. Do you guys agree? Yeah, I do. Mm. Well, it doesn't feel normal yet. It feels less less dangerous. Well, the news cycle. It feels it feels normal. like somebody put the pin back in their grenade. Is that a safe? <laughs> yeah, you know? That's a way to put it. Excellent, uh, Joe. Well, it's uh, I have I guess it feels normal in the sense that I have not been preoccupied with any politics really. I mean, I haven't. If you're talking about it that way, uh, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes are going to be in a Super Bowl. That yeah. sounds pretty normal to me. Um, yeah, you believe that? You know, crap, by the way, a lot of uh, a lot of normal stuff going on. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it, uh, this vaccine thing is 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 by no means normal, but it's going to sort itself out. I'm. I'm in the middle of that right now, and that yeah. still annoys me. I mean, it's uh, we talked really, last week that your family has been vaccinated. You're the only one who hasn't. Yeah, and it's become the the hottest issue in our state and in the country. Now that we can't argue about 
uh, politicians. We're going to argue about teachers. We're going to argue mm-hmm. about, you know, should you go back to school? Should they get vaccinated? And our governor in our state today said, you know, teachers shouldn't be getting in front of any old people. And he even went up to 100. There's 100-year-olds that need this stuff, you know. And uh, I'm Come of on. the mind. Yeah. That's I like mean, putting it, a new engine in a 71 Valiant. How is Keith Richards be? Yeah, how should Keith Richards be in front of me? I mean, nothing's going to kill that guy. I mean, just because you're old doesn't mean that you're, you know, sure. you're more at risk. So, well, so this does get into. Um, I, I, I remember the whole thing was if we had nationalized health care, there were going to be death panels. Yes, sure. Governor Palin brought that to our attention. I have felt that there have been death panels all along. We just call them insurance companies, not death yeah, panels. Exactly. <laughs> and and in other words, if if we can't afford something and it has to be rationed, and it may even end up being ventilators or hospital beds in certain parts of the country, then the people who have to make those decisions are making decisions like in wartime. You know, in a wartime hospital, you guys remember the show MASH, right? Sure. Triage. Yeah, they put a pleasant Sorry. spin on it. Yeah. Alan Olden. <laughs> Put some guy in a pair of heels and, a, you know, you, you got yourself a show. Yeah. But, but in a war setting in a hospital, they have to save the people who are the easiest to save first. Right. And that's how they ration care. Joe, you understand that? Yeah, but w- what they're doing right now is they're rewarding a couple people. They're rewarding uh, anybody over 65, and they're rewarding anybody that was really good at buying concert tickets. Because what you what you got to do is you got to sit there and hit refresh, refresh, refresh. You get on the, the website, and, and you know there's openings, and, and there's no openings. So you hit refresh. If a dude cancels, you jump in there. It's like grabbing those second row seats before somebody sure. else does. Yeah. And I'm really good at that, but I don't have the time for it right now. So yeah, that's because a you're a hard working teacher. Um, Maybe they should give Live Nation the contract for distribution. Joe, the irony just, <laughs> well, well, they're the doing just, Starbucks and Amazon, and that's the other thing. I am not worried, uh, at least in our area. You know, private enterprise is going to take over. I, everybody in, like that, I my colleagues are all freaking out. We're not going to go back to work till there's a vaccine, and I don't see that as a problem. I think the vaccine's coming. I'm more concerned about how we are going to be able to teach uh, uh, half a class full of people in person and half a class full of people online. How do we yeah. become two people i'm more worried about the technology than i am about the vaccine to be honest with you how is it going with the technology have you become a zoom master like a zen master only with zoom well i i would say i'm pretty good at it i've spent uh, you know many many hours a day on it and sitting either at my radio station or at my house i can do just fine but now at least uh, and this is a, a battle i got to get ready to fight is a battle of bandwidth and maybe you know more about this than me bob um they say uh, that we're going to return to school and we're going to split our learning communities in half. So I got 30 kids. 15 of them are going to be in the building. 15 of them are going to be on Zoom. Mm-hmm. But we don't have the bandwidth for them to be together. They're saying you can have one Zoom class so you can have your 15 kids, but then you've got 15 kids that can't talk to the other 15. And mm-hmm. I'm maintaining that 
We're in the most connected community in the world. The richest man in the world that owns Amazon is right here. I mean, everybody. You're starting to now. sound like you need a sedative now, Joe. Are you okay? Well, I'm just you saying. Want some of that vaccine, Joe? I got <laughs> if, if it's a bandwidth issue, let's get some. I mean, yeah. if you can, if you can have a whole stadium streaming, why can't you have a high school? Oh, so they're saying the internet is not. It doesn't have a fat enough pipe at your school. Right, for everybody oh, to be on Zoom at once. And yeah. I'm going to, I've got to Oh, you are stuck up, you're a, you're a <laughs> Seattle, um, you're a Pacific Northwest elite about the internet. Yeah. Well, like, where we're at, a whole there's a whole lot of people that can't even get internet. Like, in Vermont, there's like a quarter of the population has nothing. Not DSL, not, you know, the, if you can see the sky with a satellite dish, Maybe. But there's people who don't even like Netflix is something far away in their you know, right. down in Albu down in Albuquerque where my sister in law lives with her two daughters who are both in school and high school age girls, they have these uh Wi Fi trucks that they park in at strategic yeah. places yeah. around the city. No kidding. That boost Wi Fi signal. Mm. Yeah, yeah so they're doing the schools spot. down here, yeah. parking the school they, they, bus in, in zones. Yeah. Yeah. They have they have hot spot trucks they park around. And they Here's let the kids get on the internet. And they've used that to find half the insurgents at the Capitol, too, by the way. Here's a question um, about how important the internet is. Because I think, Joe, you, I, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, but, but I think that um, in our country right now, we need a mission. Like, we're not going to go to the moon. We're not going to go to Mars. You know, we're even need arguing about... Deal. Uh, we're, we need a new deal. Um, new in deal. 1933, and I think this was a part of the new deal it was called the oh no i'm sorry 1936 it was the electrification act do you know what that was where they getting, built all the hydroelectric dams no. getting the wires out to the country probably because i know um, my dad was born with no power even in mississippi yeah. so the tennessee valley valley authority act was 1933 i was confused that one had to do with construction of dams right to create cheap electric power and also control flooding and kill as many fish downstream as possible I believe that <laughs> and a few point. people too by the way yeah 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 that's yes. right president Harry george clooney's gold didn't yeah. they? i saw that movie no well, he, it was it was like that guy in liquor holler they didn't believe you know that this was happening <laughs> sure enough hooey hooey yeah. <laughs> yeah so the rural electrification act of 1936 yeah. although you're hardly rural on mercer island in seattle so you're right there's yeah no really <laughs> you shouldn't have the fattest internet you should all be able to watch 4k videos uh, all at once but in 1936 the federal government said that every that electricity was a public utility and that everybody deserved to have electrical distribution to their door and if you lived in a rural part of the United States, even if you were down a one-mile road, the power company was obligated to run electricity to your house. Mm. And uh, Executive Order 7037, Biden can wow. sneak it in there. He's signing pie. Have you seen all those freaking piles of orders? Yeah. Yes. And, and basically what we need is the... Um, I don't know what we call it, the Internet Distribution System, the Rural Internet Act of 2021. Accessibility Act, Fairness, the, the Something, fairness, yeah. fairness, fairness of Accessibility, accessibility Act. Act. Just yeah. don't call it Affordable uh, Download Act or something, <laughs> ADA, yes. you know. Uh, uh, but anyway, we need something like this because is the Internet electricity? Is it a public utility? I say yes. Yes. I think you're right. 
We are a quarter of the way through the 21st century almost. There is no reason in the world everybody in the United States should not be able to download a picture of their cat onto the World Wide Web <laughs> should they want to. I mean, come on. Yeah, I agree with you. you know, I mean, this is, and I'm serious, and that, that's where, and I am going to, I'm getting ready, I'm, I'm practicing my arguments, and I got to get some, I got to get some facts, of course, not just arguments, but. But this is only going to become something we need more. And now is the perfect time for everybody who needs to to beef up the Internet. And the government's throwing a lot of money at it. One of the things uh, President Biden has already says, is, hey, here's a few billion dollars to get our schools ready to teach safely and with more technology. So, you right. know, why don't we all get some of that money and why don't we push some of it into getting oh, everybody right. connected? A better. billion dollars you're sounding, for You're sounding like a liberal again, Joe. Congratulations. <laughs> no, um, well, I, 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 will, I will face the, I will do battle with the COVID. I, I teach special ed kids every day. I'm not afraid of that, but I need them to be on the internet. I don't want to do stuff with pencil and paper. I mean, He's come not, on. That's ridiculous. He sounds more like me than me, for God's Barbaric. sake. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, we'll put, uh, look that up, Joe. The Rural Electrification Act of 1936. And um, you'll, uh, you know, I mean, if you don't have enough internet on Mercer Island where Paul Allen, you know, lived. Is buried. Is buried. <laughs> I yeah. guess, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> yeah. Lived. <laughs> It's, you, I, I can't believe you don't have like a fat 10 terabyte pipe into your school. Right. Well, I'm going to find out. And, and I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying we're, we're, you know, under normal circumstances, we've been okay, but yeah. I think it's time to beef it up. And, and uh, I'm going to talk about that. And by the way, speaking of the TVA, if you want an expert, my dad, uh, not only did he live uh, before the power came to the South, he was a civil engineer and uh, he didn't work for TVA, but he worked for the EDA, and he knows a lot about uh, that whole thing. Uh, the uh, the uh, erectile dysfunction authority. No, that was the uh, 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 something development agency. I forgot what they were developing. He's done a lot of A's: the FAA, the EDA. The uh, he's been a Fed for most of his career. Now about, he's retired. What about but, uh, AA. <laughs> Uh, no, you know it's funny because uh, is, he never was uh, uh, he never was a guy to to do much drinking, and I think that's because uh, where he was born is still a dry county to this day. You can't oh. buy a beer from where oh. uh, where my so people are. He's definitely not from Liquor Holler. No, he's not. <laughs> I was surprised that Liquor Holler guy was actually injecting the stuff. I figured he was just you know pouring it out into shots. I mean, oh, that, that sounds scary. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, my dear uh, friend, shitting there's Sharon Needles. Yes, <laughs> sure. Sharon Needles was you dated her, right? Yeah, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't go well. Yeah. All right, uh, to close out, guys. Uh, first off, thank you guys for both being here. We really appreciate it. And, and, and that twisted tune is awesome. Let's make some more. Yeah. Um, yeah. I called someone. Uh, actually, I, I didn't call her. I uh, emailed her and invited her to be on the show, mm -hmm. and she said yes. Her name is, is her name is Casey. Is oh, she around? Cool. Well, she's a mom, so she's around taking care of her kids. She's not on yeah, the. I, she's not working on TV anymore. So, so uh, Zip and Ed's. This was our news gal for six yeah. years. You don't call them gals anymore, but okay. Yeah. Well, she, <laughs> you know, she came to us from a station across the hall where I think she did traffic. 
She and was doing shifts. She was doing air shifts too. She was doing air shifts. She started yeah. out like interny traffic, some air shifts. Sure. And uh, and there was this guy we were working with, Eric, who was a um, yeah, great Eric, director um, producer. You know him. Yeah. And, and he was like, uh, Corman. Yeah. He, he was like, you should get Casey. And uh, why did we get her to? Who quit? Somebody fired or quit? I can't remember. Uh, Mora, I think she came Maura after quit. Mora. Yeah. No, well, wasn't didn't Jody replace Mora? No, Mora no. quit. No, Mora quit. And, and by the way, we run through these gals, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I should say news, they, news correspondents. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they ran through us like butter through a churn. I don't know why, yeah, uh, but we're all we're all. It's a love fest now. I think we're 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 peaceful with all of them. But anyway, she um yeah she followed Mora Gallucci uh, because Mora quit. And that's a long story, which we'll get into with Mora Gallucci sometime. But anyway, she was like 24, 23. Um, very young. And, and it was an odd generation gap when we first started. She was not young enough to be a daughter, right. but not old enough for, like, we'll have to revisit and figure who to blame because <laughs> I don't blame anybody okay. for anything anymore, but, but it was odd. Remember how it was kind of odd in the beginning with Casey? Yeah. Not for you. Maybe. Uh, no, she was, you know, she, she wasn't that much younger than Joe or I, Bob, just you. Well, the, the thing is about everybody <laughs> um, that's been on our show is we always kind of told the same stories and everybody got tired of hearing them. So we needed somebody new to tell them to, so yes. somebody younger would come in, right. and then it would all be fresh again for a while. Uh, and and uh, they get tired of our shit. We'd have to yeah, get a new one. Right. Yeah, but but you that's know what, Casey? Uh, before she had her last uh, child, you know what she was doing freelancing that was super uh, super big. She was flying all over the world doing like the Super Bowl of video games. I mean, wow. like going to Japan and stuff. Oh, was she? There, I didn't. I didn't oh, know yeah. she did anything like that. Oh yeah, there's wow. places where like she's a star because she's the she's like the uh, the uh, 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 the uh, uh, Troy D. the. The Troy Aikman of video game talk, and like in Japan and stuff. So. I'm having trouble coming up with a visual for that. <laughs> yeah, she was a, over over doing a blowhard. Really? Mm. Well, oh, no. It was she was she was doing this really good freelance stuff. And, and I got to say, Bob, I know we already I mentioned it, but Tom Brady, I just got to salute you because I know that uh, you're kind of in the neighborhood, at least where people used to like him, and I know you like him. So, uh, well, uh, I, I'm a New Englander who lived in Seattle, so my two teams are the Seahawks and the Patriots. Simple as that. There you go. Uh, but when I lived in New England, the Patriots were a terrible team. Yeah. Never got Bad. to the, they got to the Super Bowl once, and they lost like 56 to three right. to so the, the Chicago Bears. Bears yeah. yeah. So yes, go ahead, Joe. Well, I'm convinced now, so I just wanted to say. Oh, I'm he is the greatest of all time. The goat? Well, no, no, I'm convinced he made a deal with the devil. He sold <laughs> <laughs> On that note, beautifully done, Joe. Thank yes. you, Joe and Spike. So we'll and have. I'll, I'll just I'll just say a little bit of history now. Th we yeah. can thank Tom Brady that a home team is finally playing in their own stadium for the Super Bowl. How yeah, about that? Right. Has that ever happened yeah. before? Never. Wow. Never. Never. In 54 Super Bowls, no host city has ever sent their team to the game until Tom Brady showed back. up. Yeah. And I will say, he's getting tons of mileage for his soul. His, the time's coming, but he is getting a lot. I mean, and if you don't believe me, I mean, think about this. He wasn't that good, and all of a sudden, he got real good. He wasn't good in college. He wasn't that good when he started. 
Suddenly he started getting good. I yeah, haven't but, seen him age yeah, but he's, at all. Have you he, seen him His age? yoga moves are a di- little different than Lance Armstrong's yoga moves, if you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. Uh-huh. I haven't even seen him eat. You ever seen him eat anything? The hometown <laughs> crowds went he doesn't. Shit. He doesn't endorse pizza. He doesn't endorse anything consumable. I mean, I think there's something going on there. You think I mean, he's <laughs> a, a, like like an alien? He, paul, he crawls he, out he of sold his... sold his uh, soul to Satan, Bob. Tom he's Brady's got a super, supermodel wife. Even they, the stuff... Stuff he endorses is kind of evil. Booger sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and yet he won. Right. Yes, he uh, did. All right, quick quick kicker story. You guys will like this one. There is a rumor that President Donald Trump used a special call button in the Oval Office to order Diet Cokes from staff. Did you hear about this? That. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the red button, you bet. The red button. During his first day in office... President Joe Biden moved the button off the Resolute desk. (laughs) But it appears to be fake news. That call button, which has been around for decades, is back. He had briefly removed it, but then President Biden bought back the same call button that used to be used to order Diet Cokes. You know, by the way, you could have ordered a nuclear strike. I'm happy with that. <laughs> I think Clinton used it to order chubby interns, didn't he? <laughs> he did. So, oh. so anyway, the button is the button is back on Biden's desk next to the phones. What's it used for now? And by the way, Trump showed it off in an interview in 2017 and said he would order. If he whenever, Biden, whenever Biden pushes it, somebody comes in and says the last thing they were talking about. So he can <laughs> yeah. No, whenever he leans forward, it wakes him up. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, they haven't announced a specific use of the button for President Biden, uh, but he did change a bunch of things in the Oval Office. He replaced a portrait of President Andrew Jackson uh-huh. with Franklin D. Roosevelt. That makes sense, right? Yeah, appropriate. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he put uh, a number of other politicians in the room, uh, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Eleanor Roosevelt, and a few others. He's also displaying Benjamin Franklin, President Thomas Jefferson. Uh, well, he was close personal friends with all those people, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Of course he is. <laughs> uh, Jefferson is a family photo of mixed race, a whole big, huge family, like 30 <laughs> people. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong <And> Jeffersons. Alexander. <laughs> Ready, moving on up. Moving on up to the and Wheezy Jefferson, America's and, first family. <laughs> and he will be putting Harriet Tubman he on the tobacco one. and ran a dry cleaner in Rayford, Virginia. Sicker, holler. <laughs> I'm going to get out of the way until you're through going through the time. China show. I'm done. I'm done. No. Um, so uh, President uh, Biden is also oh, going to speed up putting Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. Uh, I believe that uh, Trump called her nasty and didn't think she should be on the $20 bill. So that's. Yeah, I think it's great that he's. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's becoming a more representative of what it looks like now, I think. And right. I think that's great. If you look at our Congress, you look at any anything, uh, there's a lot of different colors of people. There's a lot of different sexes and even some that aren't quite sure what sex they are. And I think they should all be uh, represented uh, on something around yeah. here and feel like they're part of this country. Have you ever imagined you should be a different sex, Joe? Ah, uh, no. I don't think any other sex would have me. I think, uh, you know. <laughs> but I, I know this, Bob. He is bipartisan curious. Yes. Yes. I'm flexible guys? on that one for sure. Uh, 
My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. And here's a flashback to Casey singing Paradise City with Spike and the Impalers. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. <laughs> 